Americans are capable of achieving extraordinary things when they have the freedom and opportunity to do so. This is American Potential, and here's your host, Jeff Crank. All right, well, thanks for joining us on another edition of American Potential. We appreciate you joining us, and one of the things I love talking about is tax cuts. I mean, isn't it great when we're able to help guide and give the people their money back, back to them? Uh, it doesn't belong to government in the first place. And to be able to, to do that means that governments can be more efficient and have less impact on the lives of people. And, you know, as the price of things go up every day, and we see that lawmakers in West Virginia wanted to leave more money in people's wallets. How'd they do that? Well, they passed a 21% income tax cut with the goal being to get to a 0% income tax. Imagine if that were your state, how great that would be. So how'd they get this passed? How did the people of West Virginia get involved to help get this through the legislature? On today's episode, we have Crescent Gallagher, who is the deputy state director in the, uh, for Americans for Prosperity in the state of West Virginia, and Mike Kessinger, who is a, a West Virginia resident. He's a business owner, and he, he, is, he the, is the mayor of a small town. So thank you both for coming on. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, let me, let, me, let me just first ask Crescent. I want to talk about the, the tax cut being, this, how is this made possible, right? I want to find out how AFP West Virginia was kind of involved in, in this whole effort, first and foremost. Yeah, um, you know, with, in West Virginia, we've had a couple years of a flat budget where lawmakers did the right thing and kept uh, government spending in check. And so we had record surpluses because of um, a stronger economy, uh, a stronger coal economy because of some things around the world. Uh, but lawmakers have kept the budget relatively flat the last couple of years. And frankly, when you do that, you have to find ways to return that money, the people's money, to uh, the, the folks of West Virginia. So we encouraged our lawmakers to use these record surpluses to find a way to eliminate the tax, uh, the income tax in the state, and provide a a pathway to prosperity that eventually eliminates the income tax altogether. So we ended up at a 21% reduction this year, which is great, uh, but we put into law a way to eliminate that income tax as long as certain economic ma uh, markers are met. Um, so it, it's been a great thing for the state, especially when we see record inflation, uh, we see uh, small business owners struggling. Um, everything's gone up uh, for the price of food, the price of gas, the, and, you know, the people of West Virginia needed some relief. So AFP West Virginia really encouraged our lawmakers, one, to take the fiscal responsibility first, keep budgets flat, and then return that money to the people of West Virginia. Um, so we, we encourage, we're, we're hopeful that our lawmakers will continue down that path so we can eliminate the income tax altogether. But, um, you know, all we did during session was, hey, Let's elevate real people like Mike uh, to the legislature. Let's let's get these people um, connected. Uh, let's do a teletown hall with the governor. Let's um, let's uh, send some information out to people in the state. Let's make this issue known because 
when you have these record surpluses, the lawmakers had to do something, and their options were either return money to the people or do some pet projects. And AFP West Virginia encouraged people, uh, our lawmakers, to return that money to the people in the form of an income tax reduction. But you're exactly right, Crescent. You know, it's it's those uh, promises that twelve years that that in 2012 that the Republicans ran on, and and that that through good leadership uh, from through, from the governor, tremendous leadership from the governor. I have to give him credit to get this across the finish line. But you know, I got to give you guys credit. You guys have done a tremendous job in realizing what's happened. But what's truly happened in the state of West Virginia, being a being a West Virginia all of my life is that in 12 there in 2012 our state took a major transition right so so in 2012 we got conservative people that voted conservative values this that that was that was interested in everything that you were saying along with god along with guns along with all the conservative values that we as americans and we as west virginians and and anybody appreciates so those promises in 2012, you know, <clears throat> that's what we're seeing now. And I want, I want to personally, I, honestly, I mean, I know we're not here to to make acclimates to anybody, but I want to thank the governor, his leadership in West Virginia, to getting that across the goal line. You know, he took his time. He come around the, to, to each area of the state. I was there in Beckley. He 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 brought his tax plan out. He knew he, and he presented it. And thank God the House responded like they did, and we was able to move, and the Senate worked it out. You know, big wheels kind of turn slow, and and sometimes it don't work the way that you know that we would like to see it. But the fact of the matter is, you're exactly right. I mean, it's those conservative values, it's the promises that were ran on two thousand on two thousand twelve that turned the state from being at that time probably at four to one. Democrat versus Republican, conservative versus liberal, basically in the state of West Virginia, in the legislature. And that's what took place. And so now, you know, we're seeing uh, what? How far are we out? 2012, where are we at? So we're looking at how many years is that? So we're 10 years, right? So we're a 10-year overnight success virtually. But it's been work. Well, and and it sounds like, uh, Crescent, as you guys were getting this through the legislature, some in the Senate were reluctant to pass a, a, a 50% tax cut. So uh, how did you work with, with legislators to convince them to, to, to make it go big rather than go small? I think Mike uh, said the first step was getting the governor on board and Governor Justice really agreed with our plan. Um, you know, if we're going to do something big like this, you can't nibble around the edges. You got to do a, something that actually returns relief and money to the people of West Virginia. So having the governor on board was the first step. Uh, the House of Dele- Delegates followed suit. They were 100 percent with the reducing income tax. And we just had to work with the Senate. We had to kind of come have them see the light, have them see the realities that, hey, folks are struggling. Uh, people want this tax reduction. You guys have done the right thing by keeping budgets flat. And it's time for action now. You can't just, uh, you know, go take your ball home and, and go home because you didn't get the plan you wanted. And frankly, when uh, in the previous year, we had a, a, an election where we tried to reduce a different kind of tax that's, that's protected in our Constitution. Uh, the people spoke out. They said, hey, we don't want that. Um, and so 
the best next thing was reduced income tax in the state of West Virginia. And the legislature finally heard that. Uh, all we did was encourage our lawmakers along the way. But when you have the governor and the House of Delegate leadership saying, hey, let's let's reduce this income tax, that helped a lot. So all we did was put a little pressure on the Senate. Um, they eventually came and found a compromise and we reduced taxes for the people of West Virginia. Yeah, this is great. Um Mike, you're you're the mayor of a, a small town there in West Virginia. Tell us a bit about your town. And then you're also a businessman. And I want to hear about how this tax cut will affect uh, your business. Yeah, great. So so I guess when you talk about the city of Mount Hope, that could be a longer podcast than spring gobbler season in West Virginia, right? So we got a lot, a lot going on there, a little small town, but we just just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Um, so, yeah, things are great there. Uh, things are moving and progressing. On the outside, they don't look really great right now. But what's working and what's happening and, and what's being developed right now with some help from, you know, the earmarks, which came in, just tremendous, you know, COVID was tough, but had to deal with all that. But yet there was some funding that, you know, came available and, you know, we had, it was, it's been tough, right? With the city, but, but looking forward, I think the next two to three years, you know, we're actually had some awards that, that we'll be receiving, you know, these earmarks is going to, our little football stadium is pretty Pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. It's like a castle. It's amazing. So we're going to build an amphitheater in there. Football's important in West Virginia. Oh, it's absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's true. Yeah, at least <laughs> in Mount Hope, it used to be. We lost our school, you know, and um, so we don't have a high school anymore. But we still have a dynamic football stadium. It's amazing. Uh, it's like a castle. Google yeah. it, you'll find it. Uh, City of Mount Hope football stadium. And uh, it's it's amazing. So we're gonna build an amphitheater in there. We're gonna have nice venues, big venues, venues that could, you know, want to build a we want to build a grandstand about like the state fairs grandstand, so we can bring in big entertainers, have big concerts, maybe three or four a year. Some nice ven- nice nice family community stuff, right? So, but we want to be able to bring in entertainers that that the people deserve to. To be able to 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 to, to, uh, to have there, so some exciting things. So that that is going on there. Let's talk about your business and how this tax cut will affect your business and uh, the other businesses in your community. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, we're in we have a trucking company and and a construction company, and those are probably the two toughest businesses in the world to furl like be in, but. Nevertheless, it's, it's, I guess it's where we find ourselves, and uh, in 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 how it affects, I guess mostly the most gratifying, instant gratification. If that's what we're looking for, instant gratification is seeing what it's doing to to, to in the lives of of, of our employees. Um, you know, it's literally putting thousands of dollars back in their pockets and these people have real life struggles and they're doing they're they're dealing with with family and they're dealing with children and that that you know they're 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 living life right and 
And like as as you said earlier in the introduction, talking about inflation, I mean, it's just sad that we're dealing with such a horrible, horrible climate nationally. Uh, with what we're start we're seeing now, but it's coming at a good time to help folks, help families, put more money in their pocket when you know, doggone dozen eggs is is went up, right? So. Yeah, and, and and ultimately, Mike, that's what this is about, right? Is helping uh, helping individual people, individual families, individual taxpayers, and and that's often forgotten by the politicians. Crescent, I want to ask you um, uh, about that. I mean, it sounds like you were able through Americans for Prosperity to help bring these stories to life, right? The stories of of average everyday citizens to the legislators and 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 really tell that story and the impact that this kind of a tax cut could have on the people of West Virginia, but, but specifically the, the, the impact it would have on that individual's life. Yeah, we, uh, well, the, one of the best things we did was have a teletown hall with our governor justice and he got to hear from real West Virginians, um, about their struggles, about the, uh, the retired uh, welder who's, who's, you know, feeling the pinch of inflation, just like Mike brought up. Um, he needs more money in his pocket. Um, you know, taxes, I think our, we were 14th highest, uh, tax when it came to income tax in, in the country. And, and frankly, that wasn't good enough. Um, so it's really easy when you're in the, uh, the state capital to ignore those real people, those people like, um, the mother who's trying to get food for their children, um, the welder who is trying to, to keep his job and, and keep their house. I mean, it's, when folks are struggling, it's really easy to get uh, blindsided when you're in the Capitol and those folks aren't talking to you. And a lot of these people, I mean, West Virginia is a big state. It's hard to get to the Capitol at times because these people have real jobs, they have real problems, and they can't take off time from work to get down and really have their voice heard. So when we were connecting folks that were saying, hey, I, I'm struggling. I, I need more money in my pocket. Why Why have we cut budgets flat? What are these surpluses that are record highs, billions of dollars? Why aren't they being turned to us who are really struggling because gas it was over $4, prices of eggs were $7.99 and above? Um, so when you hear those real stories of, um, you know, Bobby Sue, who's in the next holler or, or, uh, you know, the, the welder or the coal miner, that's really looking to, to maybe make an investment in their community. That's when you, 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 it's hard to ignore those real stories because there was folks at the legislature who were saying, Hey, if we don't get our plan, we're ready to go home and, and we don't care. And that's not the right response when you have record surpluses. Yeah. Well, and you know, when I think of West Virginians, I, I think of, uh, I think of good, honest, hardworking people. And I think most Americans would, would say that about the people of West Virginia. Um, the, the goal here was, is to go to a 0% income tax to no income tax. Is that the overall goal? And how do you get there? Yeah, the goal, um, and the best thing about this law is we put into a pathway to eliminate the income tax as a whole. Um, I think my generation has seen prices of housing skyrocket. And so folks are actually looking for those, those low-end costs, uh, affordable places to live. 
And we got people um, from California and New Hampshire looking to move to West Virginia, looking to move to small communities like Mike's the mayor of. Um, and when they see an income tax being reduced to zero, that means more money in their pocket. And that's a flashing billboard to the rest of the country that, hey, we're open for business. The rest of the country, you might not be able to afford to live there, but like come to West Virginia and, and really start your dream, really start a family because the, the, that dream is still alive here in the, in the Mountain State. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with everything Chris has said. And, I, and I'll say this, you know, I said that it's a 10-year overnight success, but I think the large reason why it's that is the leadership that you guys, Crescent, you guys have done in Charleston to help navigate the big wheels of government, right? So we all know how these how it works. These guys get down there, they're bombarded with everything under the sun, but yet when when we've got a true north and you guys have been able to take the the folks that that ran on these promises and that said this is what and 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 I, and I just I would credit you guys for taking all of that and getting us there and and so I totally agree. I mean, it's all about putting helping the Amer- helping the West Virginians, helping folks with real problems. I mean, you know, I think so far we get we get so so bogged down and so in debt with 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 this policy and that policy and we've got all these things going on in government and we we forget that we've got real people with real problems trying to sort it out every day and all they need is a little help and to get out of the way for the government to, to just, if the government's going to do anything, West Virginians aren't looking for the government to take care of us. We don't want the government to take care of us. We want the government to, to, to just allow us to do what we, what we do best, you know? And, and so I, I appreciate the work that Crescent and these guys have done. And, and I, I personally think that, 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 yeah, if, if that plan if the plan, if the plan that the governor, I hope the governor bring is able to follow through with this in a foreseeable future, the near future, within the runway, West Virginians won't have to pay income tax, and the immediate benefit that folks are seeing right now that 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 I, that I like the most about this because when I. When I and I talk to folks, and, and I know how it impo- how it impacts my life, and how, how 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 it affects my business. But then when I'm, I'm talking to folks that are that are trying to that are single parent mothers that that are working their butt off, and their child's got you know me- medical problems, and and she's trying to do all these things and do it right, and yet. When I can see that you know three or four, five, six thousand dollars is that's a that's going to make a big difference in their personal life. Not only that, yeah. but what it's going to do in the economy, right? So it only makes sense. It's not only it's only not only looking at it from a standpoint of her, but looking at it sort of with Reaganomics that everybody laughed at, right? So, um, you know, I just appreciate and value um, what the heavy lifting that you guys are doing in Charleston to get to get these things, to get these agendas, to get this what we need to do to get get America back on track and get West Virginia back on track. 
and to have and to have that diligency and leadership on a daily basis down there working with our legislation. Because just like Crescent said, hey man, I got I'm trying to raise a family, I'm trying to run a business, I'm trying to be the mayor of my little town, and that's and that and I'm busy. I'm doing everything that I can. And every now and then I like to go turkey hunt. <laughs> there you go. Well, I, I, I really want to thank both of you for, for joining us today. And, and, uh, sounds like it's just going to be, uh, transformational for the state of West Virginia. And I'm excited about that. There's several states around the country. So thank you both for, for joining us today. There are several states around the country that have 0% income tax already. They have no income tax. Uh, some states are moving to that, but I will tell you, you're seeing around the country, people can make a choice. And they choose with their feet. They choose with their wallets. They make decisions. States like Illinois and other states where we have um, higher taxes and bigger government, people are leaving those states. They're fleeing California. They're fleeing Illinois and these other states. And they're going to states that have lower taxes and less burdensome government and where liberty and freedom can reign for them. And that's what this is all about. So Good on West Virginia for doing this, and and thank you both for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to American Potential. Thank you for listening to American Potential. You may listen to more stories from Americans working every day to expand freedom and opportunity in their communities by visiting AmericanPotential.com.